Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! They forgot dogs. Hello and welcome to <laughs> Little Marty, the only podcast on the internet dedicated to covering the works of Adam Sandler and Martin Scorsese. My name is Eric Christmas. And my name is Jeremy Halloween. What? Uh-oh. Something's happened. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy, I you know... I like to credit the uh, the writers of uh, you know jokes and and things. Right. Um, that intro, I wrote by myself. You did write that by yourself. All by myself. Yep. No help from uh, anyone whatsoever. Hmm. So. Hmm. Well, uh, uh, much like the late Robin Williams, I have stolen your joke, sir. Take um, me to court, Eric. Take me to court. There's been a robbery in the house. I don't know what you're referencing right now, but uh, I like it. I like it a lot, Jeremy. And you know what else I like? Um, Adam Sandler and Martin Scorsese. And uh, yes, what a coincidence that we have a podcast about those two guys. Uh, we are... You know, we're getting towards the end of the uh, the Sandlers, although we still have a lot to go. Um, we're talking men, women, and children today. Right, right, and, uh, yes. You know, what 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 a fitting time for us to cover the most depressing uh, Adam Sandler movie, um, right, right the week before Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is going to be a GD tearjerker. <laughs> and I'm not just um, talking about its box office <laughs> numbers <laughs> no no you're you will cry and um yeah. we probably will too yeah uh jeremy have you ever cried on the podcast no i'm trying to think if i've cried on any podcast i've definitely been on podcasts where other people have cried and was like this is gonna sound terrible but <laughs> i remember thinking like Oh, this is gonna be so good when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta get we we gotta get some more tears flowing on the podcast. I think that'll. I think right. yeah, I think you're right. I think that's what people want to hear is uh you know, sobbing. Right. Uh, right. While they're while they're driving to work. But uh, Jeremy, we are uh, covering a Sandler today, um, and then we'll be back to Scorsese next week. Um, but, uh, before we get into men, women, and children, um, you know, we, uh, we do have a Patreon podcast and, uh, you know, I, I've never mentioned it on the podcast before on this podcast, but we do, it does exist. And, uh, I figured it's probably a good idea to like plug it so people know what it is and stuff. So, uh, why don't you fill the people in on the Patreon? Well, if you hop on over to a website, as I am told it's called, uh, one patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy, you can find a litany of bonus content from this show. Basically, we've covered a lot of ancillary material to the main topics of shows from yesteryear and today. Um, you know, some of those shows include like when we were a podcast called Chatting About Chucky, we covered a lot of like other doll horror doll related dolls to life related content um when we were arguing about aster our ari aster podcast we covered a lot of his short film stuff like that uh belongs over on the patreon also uh you know if you're a member of the patreon you're allowed to give us requests and we are allowed to cover that for you believe it or not so uh once you become as i like to call it part of the family um, mm. it's, it is then you are gifted, uh, request privileges, which is, uh, always exciting. I've learned a lot about, uh, myself through these requests. I've like, uh, expanded my horizons. Eric, uh, what about you? What's been your experience covering 
requests from patrons? Um, well, I've definitely become more aware of the filmography of Dolly Parton. Um, <laughs> that's definitely something that that's happened. I'll say this, Jeremy. I was going to save this for the bonus episode, but uh, Brian, one of our uh, uh, one of our most um, uh, uh, favorite patrons, is uh, has over the years uh, through his requests uh, caused me to do the impossible. Jeremy, he um, he made me like musicals. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah, Brian yeah. has that way with people. You know? Yeah. So uh, you know, if you if you're ready to uh, just have a good time and uh, you know participate in the podcast uh, in terms of requesting things that we do, Patreon's the way to go. I'd say because I mean on this the main show. We're kind of stuck covering the Scorseses and the uh, Sandlers right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and but and which we love to do, especially the Sandlers. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um. So yeah, head on over there. You said the URL, right? Patreon. Mm-hmm. All right. Patreon.com/slash. I'll let you guess the rest. Fill in the blank. Uh, Jeremy. Have you seen this movie before, Men, Women, and Children? I have not. I uh, This is one of those movies where I, I was watching it and I was like, have I seen this? Because I think I remember some of this from something. Um, which I guess... It, I, I didn't I, I don't think this is a bad movie, but I, that usually happens to me more so when the movie's pretty bad. Right. Yeah. Um, this isn't a yeah. bad movie. I, I don't no, think I agree not. with you. I don't think it's a bad movie either. It's not quite a good movie though. Does that make sense? Like it's not quite a movie that I'm gonna like watch all the time or like recommend or something. Right. You right. know what I mean? Like it's or I guess maybe not quite a great movie. It's a good movie, not quite a great movie. It it has like the cast and sort of the vibe of what should be maybe a a good or a great movie, like Magnolia kind of, you know, like it kind of wants to be a little bit of like that, you know, a little bit of that Magnolia vibe or whatever or like intertwining stories, you know, a narrator stuff that storybook vibe or whatever you know i don't think right. it i don't think it quite gets there at all i i it's it's hard to know what to prescribe to this movie to make it like better or something but maybe if it was i don't know i don't know did you have any thoughts while watching it of like you know what this is missing a giant tyrannosaurus there needs to be more dinosaurs in this well i feel that way about every movie um <laughs> But uh, besides that, I don't know. I, I this movie is interesting to me because it's 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 like one of those movies where uh, there's kind of nothing else like it. I, I I do. You're right. It is sort. It does sort of have the Magnolia thing going on, where there's these different relationships we're learning about, and they're all kind of connected in different ways. Um, I feel like this movie for me was more of a like uh I don't know exploration of like a uh, few different things in our I guess not not in our current modern times but in you know the 2014 times which is when this movie came yeah, out. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, it's uh, uh uh me you and everyone we know is also another film that's kind of like this. I feel like Todd Zalons also makes movies kind of like this, like and a Welcome to the Dollhouse and stuff, where it's just like about like white people essentially, just like about like you know like the modern suburban white family and like disillusionment with like society and stuff, kind of, or like in this case, it's like technology. And some other stuff. I it's uh, or or little children. I don't know if you remember the movie Little Children. Did you ever see that? Uh, sounds familiar. Yeah, it's the one with like Kate Winslet and Patrick Wilson. It's just about a suburban community and their kids and parents and, and there's a pedophile in the town and 
it's kind of like about all their lives and how they intersect. Anyways, this is definitely is a genre, kind of a subgenre of movie. Um, and this one I think is just okay at it. Um, it's pretty good, but not, it's missing something. I think most people would agree because it has a rotten tomato score of 33%. Oh, really? I didn't (laughs) know it was that. Yeah. I just saw that. I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) Um, Well, what do you think of Jason Reitman? Because he directed the the movie. Yeah, I have a very complicated opinion of Jason Reitman. I really liked Juno. And... um, you know, I think everyone kind of was was charmed by Juno and Thank You for Smoking. I thought were both really great. Um, it, it, so he came out swinging with his first two films. Up in the Air, I didn't really get into. Uh, I saw it, but I thought it was... I thought he was, like, losing steam in terms of, like, profoundness or something. Like, I didn't... Like, Juno and Thank You for Smoking, I thought were, like... Wow! I, like, walked away from that, like, oh, man, I haven't seen something like that before. Up in the air, I was like, uh, that was just kind of middling a little bit. Young Adult was a movie he came out with after that um, that I really liked a lot better than uh, Up in the Air. And it's a smaller film. I think that's maybe the key is he needs to always be doing smaller stuff. And then there's movies after Young Adult, and I haven't seen any of them. So like Labor Day, Mm -hmm. Men, Women, and Children, Tully, The Front Runner, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I haven't seen any of those. Uh, right. what about you? What's your, what's your Jason Reitman history? Oh, and he's Ivan Reitman's son. I mean, we should mention that. Um, yeah, I, uh, it definitely has not, it, definitely a director who's, I've seen and liked a couple of his movies, but he's not someone I've like followed. Um, you know, it's, I'm not like, uh, run into the, to the movie theater every, every day a Jason Reitman movie comes out but I do like I do like um Juno I haven't seen it in a long time but uh I remember liking that I actually did like Up in the Air uh I've seen that movie a few times and I I like it and Tully uh I remember liking um yeah I'm interested in seeing Tully yeah Tully Tully's a good one um, yeah, but I, uh, I definitely, not gonna lie, I thought this movie was you, me, and everyone we know, or whatever oh, it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, which I have seen that movie, so. Yeah, um, that's a good movie. There was a while during watching this film where I eventually, re- like, di- I di- hadn't quite yet realized this is a different movie than what I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. And that's always a weird way to start off. Uh, oh sure, movie. but yeah. Um, let's see here. Well, we got a good, good cast, my dude. We got uh, Caitlin, Caitlin Dever. Do you recognize her from anything else? Because she seems very familiar to me. Caitlin Dever. Yeah, she's like the well. She's I, she's Jennifer Garner's daughter. Jennifer Garner's daughter. Yeah, no, I don't. I haven't seen Justified, Last Man Standing, Unbelievable, or Dope Sick. Oh, you know what? Yeah, she's like one of the daughters in Last Man Standing. That's I think that's what I know her from. Yeah, and I and I haven't really seen any. I I just happen to have missed. I think most of her movies. So, um, Rosemary Dewitt. Dewitt. Rosemary uh, do it. Yeah, she's a uh I think a favorite of the Duplass brothers. Mm. Like I've seen her show up in a lot of those like mumblecore kind of kind of movies. I feel like that's where Oh, Rachel getting married. Yeah, great great. Yeah, very mumblecore. Mm. Yeah. Kind of Uh Ansel Elgort. Yeah. Uh, Ansel Elcourt complicated situation with this guy these days technically a very canceled gentleman <laughs> oh I know yeah. nothing I know nothing about he him. well so this the the thing here people might remember is that Ansel Egghort Enghort Elgort got super canceled when it was revealed that he was like grooming an underage woman or maybe even had done something with somebody who was underage and then 
the story just mysteriously vanished and got buried. And then he was just starring in West Side Story by <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Wow. So I think they wanted to maybe cover that up so it didn't hurt the film. But he's also Baby Driver for folks who okay, have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like Edgar Wright. I hate Baby Driver. I don't yeah, like that movie. Yeah, me too, man. I, I think it looks cool, obviously, you know? And it's got like a cool edit. It's like edited really cool. But I did not like that movie either very much. Um, Let's see here. What do you think of Jennifer Garner? I love Very Jennifer wholesome. Garner. Yeah, I love Jennifer Garner. I think she's fucking amazing. I think Judy Greer is amazing too. What's your what's oh, your yeah. ju- uh Jennifer Garner? Always liked Jennifer Garner. Um I uh and Judy Greer, I'm a huge fan of as well. Um Judy Greer I saw like I forget the name of it. One of those restaurants near UCB Franklin. I was like oh, walking uh, to an improv show or something around like the evening time, like dinner time, and she was she was in one of those restaurants. Yeah, down. That's great, man. Yeah, she's um, great. Um, Dean Norris from Breaking Bad is in this. Sure, like that guy. Yeah. Sandman, uh, <laughs> obviously. I didn't know that Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet, Danny Vance. Okay, he's like a kid yeah. in this, or younger. Gotcha. Younger. It's weird to think that something in 2014 is almost 10 years ago. You know, that's that's uh, that's st- strange. Strange indeed, my friend. Uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons, yeah. J.K. Okay. Simmons is in a lot of uh, Reitman's movies. Juno obviously plays the dad. Uh, he's in Thank You for Smoking. Great. It's nice to have him in kind of in your camp. Yeah. So anyway, a lot of a lot of a lot of people in here that uh, are good at you know acting, which is always a good thing <laughs> to have. Uh, interestingly enough, okay, there's Sandler. Sandler's like fifth build. Fifth build. Um, Don Truby. Yeah, we'll talk about. I was going to say what, how I feel about Sandler's performance, but maybe we'll mm-hmm. let's let's save that for uh, when we get into the plot. Um, as far as trivia goes, uh, oh, so this is the uh, movie debut of Timothy Chalamet. How fun! Uh, Cameron Diaz was offered the role of Donna Clint. Donna Clint, is she the, uh, which one? She's Judy Greer. Oh, she's Judy Greer. Okay. Uh, There's a whole thing about how Jason Reitman made all the, like, websites and stuff look realistic. Because he didn't want actors to, like, be looking at a blank phone or whatever and having to, I don't know, whatever. Um... Jennifer Gardner and Judy Greer starred in 13 and going on 30 together. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yes. That's a, that's a great Judy Greer, Jennifer Gardner joint, if you want more of that. Um, and I do. Emma Thompson. Did we mention Emma Thompson? She's the narrator. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Emma Thompson. Yeah, Emma Thompson. Multi-Academy um, Award winner, Emma Thompson. Yeah, this movie didn't do very well. Um... It was written by, this is sort of a weird story, if I may. It was uh, written by Jason uh, Reitman and uh, Aaron Christina Wilson, who's a, who's a screenwriter, playwright, author. Um, Reitman is kind of a weird guy uh in general too uh we should mention he's a self-described libertarian uh when he was 16 in high school he moved in with a woman 10 years his senior and they separated after seven years Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) 2000 when he was 23 reitman started dating his next door neighbor writer michelle lee whom he co-wrote a comedic short with they have one child and they divorced uh after 10 years um yeah, it it I, I, his p- 
point of view, I think, is really... Uh, it's one of those situations where it's not always, I feel like, super clear in his movies. But I think it's, again, it's like, it's like there's... And maybe we'll get to it. Maybe we'll talk through it. But it seems like it's always sort of missing one... There's like one element maybe missing from some of his work. Maybe not all, but some. Um this box office was very poorly received. It was a, it was a pretty, you know, meager budget to begin with 16 mil and uh, only brought in 2.2. I'll say this, Eric, I don't really remember this coming to theaters. I don't really remember the marketing for this movie. So me neither might not have had the best chance. Um, critics do not like this movie and for all intents and purposes, um, uh, audiences don't either. Uh, film critic Robbie Collin felt men, women, and children played like a spoof with others agreeing the film was mawkish and cliched. <laughs> um, I didn't think it was that bad. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't think, again, it, I, well, it's drama. Right. So it's hard to tell when something is super bad, I guess, or whatever, but, you know, it, and again, Rotten Tomatoes don't really mean shit. I mean, like, there's plenty of movies that Rotten Tomatoes don't like. Plenty of comedies, especially, that I love that Rotten Tomatoes gives really low scores to. But in this case, I, all I'll say is I do see why people didn't respond super well to it. It's just right. like when there's so much movies coming out and there's so many dramas and there's all this prestige content flying at your face especially in 2014 this is like peak game of thrones peak break you know uh you know i think mad men and breaking bad were still uh going maybe around this time anyway uh you you got like this coming out and it's just it's just sort of a ho-hum type of thing i don't know Mm. but uh not terrible though better than uh just go with it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> better yeah better than just go with it better better than a good chunk of the uh sandler movies we've been covering i think so i think so yeah well jeremy let's talk about uh what goes on in men women and children um so it's uh set in a small town in texas uh and the film follows several teens and their parents as they struggle in today's technology obsessed world uh, their communication, self-images, and relationships are all affected by the technological age, compounding the usual social difficulties people already encounter. Wow. Uh, these are video game culture, anorexia, infidelity, fame, hunting, and the massive abundance of illicit material available on the internet. Uh, each character and relationship are put to the test. Okay. Good preamble. I like it. Uh have you seen the movie? Let me see here. It's uh, it's by the guy who made American Pie. It's like a uh, sort of a satire piece on like American Idol, kind of. No. You know what, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Okay, here. Let me let me just pull this up. This this film because this film kind of reminded me of this a little bit. It's called uh American Dreams. <laughs> okay. And yeah, it's sort of uh about a season of a television show. It's like a it's like kind of like an American Idol and it's like all these characters and like how they're affected by like fame and like modern society and like it's much more of like a uh, a comedy or like satire on its sleeve or whatever. This movie is like obviously went a more dramatic route, but it kind of reminds me of that idea of like of like somebody approaching a film being like Man, society's changed, man. It's just not the way that it used to be, man. Back in the 80s and 90s, everything's so different. You know, it's like it's like it's right. coming from but it's not quite it's attacking it from like such a broad angle like like you even read like video game culture, anorexia, infidelity, fame. It's like these are all huge maybe potential topics that you'd maybe want to focus your entire film about, but not this one. <laughs> This one right. wants to tackle it all. Um, yeah, it is 
It was interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess like all the stories are kind of set up well. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I do kind of like these movies where it's like the Magnolia thing of like there's different. Um, it was hard. It's hard for me. It was hard for me to differentiate. Like, what is like the A story in this? Sure. And I don't know that there is one. It's almost like there's a bunch of A stories or something. Right. Um. But uh, yeah. Anyway, Donald and Helen Truby are a sexually dissatisfied married couple. Uh, <laughs> she starts having multiple affairs through the social media website Ashley Madison, and he regularly sees uh, escorts through another site. Donald accidentally catches sight of his wife's website, then shows up where she's meeting her latest affair. Wait, is that is this in the right order? <laughs> okay, so because that's towards the end, isn't it? Mm. Right, she's having multiple. She starts having multiple affairs through the social media website Ashley Madison, and he regularly sees escorts through another site. Donald excellent catches sight of his wife's website, then shows up where she's meeting her latest affair in a discussion. Yeah, it, yeah. This is just telling. I think their whole story mm. in the movie. Uh, in a discussion the day after this discovery, both admit to having indiscretions and agree to ignore they ever happened. The Truby's teenage son, Chris, a football player, is aroused by online material not deemed normal by society. Yeah. Hoping to have arousal by traditional means, Chris tries to date a cheerleader and classmate H Hannah. However, uh, as they start to initiate sex, he fails to become aroused, so she tells uh, everyone yeah. they did anyway and then breaks up with him. Yeah, I... Yeah, what do you think of this story? <laughs> Uh, don't like it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was like there's definitely things in this movie where I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm good. Like I, I'm good. I don't need, I don't need this uh story. Yeah, I don't know if I, I don't, I can't tell if I like this or like what it's saying. It's like sort of like saying that the internet has so much like wild sex stuff to watch that you're gonna be burnt out on like just like having like hooking up with a <laughs> like a you know what i mean with somebody in high school it's like i find this to also not be the most authentic story either o on top of it also being kind of awkward but like yeah do, do i don't know i mean not that we gotta you know talk too much about it but it just doesn't feel super authentic to me i feel like this football player can watch all the porn he wants and would be fine to, I don't think he would not get around. I don't know. It's just a weird, it's a, it's a, it's saying a weird thing. It's like, yeah, see what porn I, will do to your brain or something. It's I like, get what the, the message is supposed to be, but I don't like, you're yeah. right. It like doesn't make sense. Really. <laughs> yeah. It does. I don't, I've never heard of this. Yeah. If that, if that's any consolation, not that I have to have heard of everything, but I've been a I've been a teenage boy. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't find this to be. Um, I this seems like something a paranoid adult would have written. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it almost does seem like uh like something you'd see in health class, like a video they'd show in health class. Right. Like, exactly. This is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Now there um, are yeah. there are I've seen other th films that tackle this a little bit more interestingly where it's like uh what's the film american dad or greatest uh the greatest father of the year or whatever american robin dad <laughs> no <laughs> yeah no, that robin uh, williams movie yeah yeah um, father of the year i think father world's uh, world's greatest dad greatest dad yeah that's a movie that came out a few years before where he basically have you seen that movie eric yeah you know how he has that son who's just like an absolute sex creep in it <laughs> and like yeah. is showing his friends like little pictures he prints out from the internet of like people peeing and pooping on each other and stuff. It's like that's like that's that's saying something more interesting about that, I think, or like showing the results of that, you know, more, I think, in an authentic way. And it's darker in a in, in a sense, you know, right. Um. 
but uh th- yeah this one i i yeah anyway uh i like however i do like the donald helen truby story or whatever where it's like they realize they're both cheating on each other i guess yeah and they're kind of um, like well <laughs> i really like sandler sandler's performance in this i think is really good it's yeah. nice to see him uh do uh depressed drama. guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well yeah we I haven't don't, seen that yeah. since punch drunk love and i would say his character in punch drunk love is obviously far more interesting this reminds uh-huh. me kind of closer to his spanglish performance um right where, where he's a little like kind of just a dad but i like it i will say I, I do like it in the right hands i think sandler i don't want to call it phoning it in but just being a more dramatic performer can obviously it's obviously so good when when it's done right and i think it's done pretty well here so um let's see here hannah and her mother donna come across auditions for a television series one day in the mall she's ecstatic as her dream is to become famous but because her mom had showcased her very provocatively on her website hannah is disqualified from the show later on donna takes the website down realizing her daughter's activity on the site is damaging to hannah (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is like Judy Greer and uh, the actress who plays her daughter, Olivia Crotchichila. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, is- I love Judy Greer uh, so much. Um, this is why I don't watch Euphoria. I feel like this is what Euphoria like the kind of storylines that happen yeah. in euphoria i could be totally wrong but i'm just like i don't i, I just oh this, not interested. euphoria is like euphoria is way um bl- uh worse <laughs> all right good well then i'm definitely yeah. not i love it though i love euphoria i don't i i don't mind that i like uncomfortable stuff i like uncomfortable topics and going to uncomfortable places in film i i i don't i th- i don't have a problem with how where it's going i um again this is this is pretty good to me. It just like s- uh, something about each one of these just a little bit misunderstands. I think what they're talking about. That's all. Right. Th- that's all I think. So this is like this is mostly fine. It's like about fame chasing, Instagram culture, right? Influencer culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in 2014, I don't know if in- influencer culture was quite where it is today. I feel like if this movie would have come out today, it would have a lot more to say about that. And and it wouldn't be necessarily this. It wouldn't be a website, right? Because people don't go to websites anymore. It'd be like an Instagram profile or a TikTok page. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe the mom gets paranoid about the comments or whatever. I don't know. It, I, I don't want to rewrite it, but it is like... It's weird because it's just a little old, if that makes sense. Right, right. Uh, Tim, a football player, quits yes. uh, to play a MMORPG uh, following his parents' divorce. He gains a reason for a living after dating the introverted Brandy Beltmeyer, who expresses herself on a secret Tumblr account. Uh, the account and Tim's online conversations are discovered by her overprotective mother, Patricia, who remains her daughter's online or who remo- removes her daughter's online privileges. Tim's father, Kent. Noticing lewd comments about a Facebook picture on Tim's mother uh, on his game. Uh, confronts him and states she abandoned both of them. Uh, he deletes the game and demands Tim play football next year, causing him to get down. Uh, Patricia then possess, uh, poses as Brandy and messages to Tim that she is uninterested. Dejected, Tim overdoses on his antidepressants and nearly dies, which makes Patricia... Realize her monitoring has gone too far, and she deactivates the surveillance device she used to monitor Brandy. This is this is my favorite. Um, right. Yeah. Favorite's a weird word, but it's like it's it's. This is definitely the storyline that uh, I found to be the most captivating. Right. Um, and kind of realistic too, I guess. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think in a movie like this, you would pretty much have to tackle uh, the the gamer. You the gamer, gamer, baby, character. get the gamer, um, get him. 
Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I like I I I feel like I I found myself relating mo- more so to uh, Tim than any yeah. of the other characters. And um, man, like that scene, he, really good acting, and that scene when he finds out his dad, Dean Norris, uh, canceled his uh, like account mm-hmm. for his game. Right, it's just like heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, and it's good. and uh, the uh, what's her name? Caitlin Dever is is also quite good in this as Brandy. Yep. Yeah. Um. This is really this is a, this is a sweet story, and I love the choice. Like, Patri- like because I very much, I guess you know, ethically align with what. Patricia like realizes and sort of how she, how her story wraps up which is like to not monitor your children and to like not have heavy surveillance on your kids like me and my partner talk about this all the time how it's like creepy how much parents want to keep a hold on their children or something yeah. like it's like and I let so I like a story that's like kind of like hey you gotta let them go <laughs> Like, let them just do their thing, you know? Like, they're, like, you know, for us growing up, we were very much a part of a culture and society. And I look back at, like, a lot of, like, my most heartbreaking or, like, worst moments from, like, high school or middle school was always connected to when my parents would try to interfere and, like, prevent me from experiencing something everyone else was. Like, you know, my parents were super Christian and they made me stop watching south park and i remember in middle school that like crushed my social status because yeah. everyone knew like the plot to a, the south park episode the night before except for me and i had to like fake that i did <laughs> yeah just pretend yeah i yeah, remember when kenny died on yeah the right episode? Yeah. <laughs> they were like oh my god they killed kenny uh anyway so uh yeah, but I think this is all pretty well done. It's also a story that like is the most like exciting and like goes the most places, I think. Like it's like it you know what I mean? It's like a story. It's like things happen in it. Um Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Donna goes to a content awareness meetings run by Patricia to learn about what is legally allowed on her daughter's website. There she meets Kent. And starts a relationship with him. After Donna informs him about the website, he initially wants to end the relationship. However, after reconciling with Tim and realizing how difficult it is to be a single parent, Kent reconnects with her. Um, yeah, I like the uh, Judy Greer, Dean Norris yeah. love story, I guess. It did take me to like almost the end of the movie to realize who was related to who. Yeah, you know right. I, mean? I was like, yeah. wait, oh, that's who Dean Norris, Dean Norris's kid is? I thought... Uh. Yeah. That's a big problem with the movie, I would say, actually, is that uh, that thing you just said. You know what like, they should do yeah. is, like, give the little... Do the little titles like they do in documentaries where... Uh, yeah. Well, they do know. it in the Royal Tenenbaums, right? It's, it's kind of yeah. goofy, but it, like, it sets up Helpful. who everybody is. <laughs> <laughs> like right. Raleigh Sinclair, you know, the daughter, the two sons, the like you want to like it's it the the family tree is kind of important in this film and it's I feel like the story could have been told in a way that honored that and set everybody up right. And I think if they also like I'm here I'm going to be the progressive lefty guy, but if they had cast more diversely, that actually might be easier. Mm. right i think part of the problem is that these are all just white people across the board so it's like all these white kids are looking the same to me i'm like who's who's caitlin versus who's teen you know what i mean like it's it yeah anyway um hannah's co-cheerleader allison doss has been starving herself for months over the summer with the support of an online group uh, for years, she has had a crush on Brandon Lender, a football player. He finally notices her, excited. She secretly shares her first kiss with him and later sex on his insistence, and he treats it casually uh, and with dis- disinterest. Allison develops an 
ectopic pregnancy and she miscarries a short time later rushed to the hospital both she and her parents learn about it brandon's only concern is about others discovering they had sex realizing how selfish brandon is allison throws a rock through his window in the middle of the night uh we are left with the overall <laughs> message that humans should remember to be kind to one another. Wow. Thank um, you. <laughs> That's yeah. Sick, I mean, this storyline is like so sad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't watch movies. <laughs> like I would have not finished this movie if I was just kind of watching it on my own because uh, it is extremely uncomfortable, and you know that's probably part of what this movie is is going for. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I re- I, I like uh, I like dramas, but I don't. Th- th- I'm very rarely like in the same mood to watch a movie and also experience things that I'm uncomfortable with. You okay. know what I mean? Like those two feelings. Yeah don't really uh, overlap very often. I will say that like I'm engaging. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm with you there. If a movie or a television show is making me truly feel uncomfortable and there is stuff out there that does make me feel truly uncomfortable. I kind of want to avoid that. Um, I hear you. I don't, I, this movie didn't make me feel that uncomfortable. I've, I often watch movies that, go to way more uncomfortable places i don't think like uh i think i have a high tolerance for that because i also just like love art you know like so much and like when you're engaging with the art world like that gets uncomfortable pretty quick like that's you know the whole idea is like to be challenging and provocative or whatever so you know i watch a lot of independent film and a lot of film you know foreign films and stuff and i think it's like this this movie I just thought handled some of its subject matter in a way that felt patriarchal for sure which I didn't which is not great when you're trying to be progressive. I think the idea of just like humans need to be kind to one another is I I'm sorry to say lame. <laughs> like yeah. like that's not a that's not that's not the best thing to leave it your audience. It also doesn't with. seem like what the whole movie is like you know what i mean like it could be the wikipedia author too is just thinking right. that's what it's about what actually is the the message at the ending i mean uh, what 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 is the last scene i can't even remember yeah i can't remember the last ex- <clears throat> scene either but i think i don't think the movie has a central message actually because i don't think it i don't think it's a like a, a great film like I think it's pretty good, and I like some of the performances, but I don't think it's a great film, and I so I don't think it it, it has a, a a balanced like central message or whatever. I think it, yeah, I I think that the whole thing is like I think each story has its own little conclusion you can draw from it, and they're kind it's a kind of inconsistent in its messaging, and I think I like some of the stories, but they also feel like very heavy handed, and they also feel like very like um. Like teen pregnancies happen all the time, like you know, and and not uh, definitely not an attempt to excuse it or like be like, oh, this isn't sad. It's very sad, and this circumstance is very sad. But like, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just like, what what is it saying? Like, you shouldn't have sex <laughs> with your with a football player. You know what I mean? Like like what like people kids are gonna have sex. Like that's not like that can't your message can't be like you know, what if you didn't have sex as a high school kid? It's just unrealistic or something. It's like, it's like weird. It's like, or, or like video games are addictive. It's like, okay. Yeah. But kids are going to play video games. Like they just are, you know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. Anyways, it is, uh, it, and, and like people get their games taken away all the time and they don't like try to, commit suicide there's just like there's just some things about how it's treating some of its subjects where it's like it feels like a version of reality and not the complete story anyways 2014 though was a while ago it seems like a lot of like uh cautionary tales for Mm -hmm. 
teenagers, but this movie is not like for teenagers. Like, no, there's not like, I can't right. imagine like a, you know, a, a teenager going in to see men, women, and children, <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's just it this movie like the vibe of the movie is like um drama for like adults i would say almost like it's it would seem to me that the maybe the audience intended audience might be like parents or something yeah. uh to make, the, make your parents more paranoid right i mean yeah you're right i don't know it's it's uh it's interesting. I I mean, like, what are his other movies about? Like, I don't even remember what. Um, well, up in the air, you know, that's a movie about isolation and loneliness and sure. the cold, the corporate, like, kind of coldness. But again, I I wouldn't say that it's saying anything about that that's necessarily profound. Like, I feel like that's the thing about him is that he make he makes a lot of films that. Um, that are just like they feel like almost like an AI made them or something. Mm. Like uh, uh, he used to, he 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 has worked a lot with Diablo Cody, who's the writer of Juno. And I don't think Juno is a perfect movie, but I think Juno is definitely a vibe, and it's saying something about something. And it may not even be saying something good about something, but it is. It's definitely like it's got an identity, right? And like right. young adult, I would argue has an identity as well. I think, I think where we get into trouble is like with this movie, it just feels a little bit identity less. Like anyone could have written or made this movie better, probably by just adding a little pizzazz or something. Like a little, I don't know. Like there's nothing in it feels necessarily iconic or, or necessarily uh, memorable. Again, like I've referenced a lot of films talking about this film, you know, like mm. because other films have, because it's like easier to do that because this film seems to be kind of borrowing from a lot of movies and also not quite uh, having an identity all to itself. So that's really heady though. I mean, at the end of the day, I think you're right. Like the film kind of uncomfortable, very dramatic. If you hadn't d- had to do it for a podcast, you might've turned it off. <laughs> what, uh, how many Chucky freckles would you give it though? Out of, out of four? Absolutely. I'm going to give this, uh, I'm, I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it a two actually. All right. A two. I think it's a good. I think a two is a good score. That's what I gave. I gave a lot of films lately twos. Blended is a two. That's my boys a two. Jack and Jill, Grown Ups, Hugo. Yeah, it's it's when a movie is like, like if I would have went to the theater, I wouldn't have regretted my ticket purchase, you know. But I'm probably not going to get the 4K Blu-ray of it. Sure. Yeah. Um, what, what about you? Yeah, I'll give it a two also. I think, I mean, the thing that I do really like about this movie is I think the acting is, like, pretty much good, really oh, yeah. good across the board. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, two out of four. Perfect. Uh, next week, Jeremy, so we're doing some crazy stuff with the Scorseses because we're uh, running out. What what were we going to cover next week? Do you remember? On the Scorsese side? Yes. Um, we just yes. did their roll, shine a light. We are going to cover. Hold on, pulling up director directography now. Um, ba, 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 ba. we all we did silence. Oh, next week it is. Uh, we are going to cover. I believe we are going to do an actor, a movie where he was an actor. In sure. It. Okay. Um, and the film that we are going to go with where he was an actor is called... Not that. Give me one second, sorry. Vamp, vamp, vamp. Um, <laughs> Kidding. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm trying. It's hard the to film tell. Is, the film is called um, 
Dreams. Okay. Uh, based Akira, on the uh, the cranberries song. Yeah, based on the yeah. No, this oh, is he plays Akira. Van Gogh. Yeah, he plays Van Gogh in Akira Kurosawa's nineteen ninety film Dreams. Um, this is the same guy who did Seven Samurai. For those who are unfamiliar with uh, Akira Kurosawa's work, this will be a film that is uh, mostly probably in subtitles. Um, very excited to see this movie. Have never seen it before, and am a huge Kurosawa fan, and have always looked for an excuse to watch it. Um, so uh, couldn't be more happy. Eric, uh, have any? Have you ever heard of this film? Have not. I don't think I've ever even seen a Kurosawa film. And I'm excited oh, to because I it's a name you hear a lot, you know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He is, um, yeah. Again, uh, you know, Ikaru, you know, Rashomon, Ron, bunch of bunch of uh, amazing Japanese filmmaker. So cool. Um, so do that. Watch that movie for next time. Um, and uh, I'm trying to figure out. If this, uh, well, happy new year, I guess. If we, if we don't, if you don't hear from us, uh, yeah, the new or Mary, I can't remember. Merry, is, it, or is Christmas already over? Merry I think Christmas just Christmas. ended. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Merry Christmas 2023. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. Yes, I'll be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas in 2023. Uh, Follow us on Patreon or, you know, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric and Jeremy. Follow us on yeah. Twitter at Hubie Halloween what One. what movie can they look forward to catching us uh, uh, on the Patreon this week? I believe it is called Anna and the Apocalypse, which is a uh, mm-hmm. musical horror comedy uh, zombie movie, um, which is on our unofficial sponsor, Tubi. Um <laughs> Pretty good, actually. I'm excited to talk about it. But yeah. Uh, yeah, sign up for that Patreon if you want a whole bunch of bonus stuff. And Norma, I'll see you in my dreams. Mm-hmm.